cliffcentral.com All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to Be Lighted with Rami on Radio. Yes, we are touching scoop for love. This is how we used to get down. Uh, remember that uh, No, uh, Romeo, step- you can't be talking about getting down You're so tall There is uh, no way you're no, going to no, get no, down No, 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 listen to my point Okay uh, Remember, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm going to say You know Codesa like, Yeah Bus stop co- Yes Yeah, Codesa Yes, it's like Where were you? I'm going to say Codesa is the bus stop Hey, that thing helped a lot of people Who couldn't dance, Could, eh? Yeah, no, no, no I, I'm speaking from experience I get an I can't dance so, Yeah, but then eh. you still mess it up anyway Even that one Ah, come on, give me a break no, you do. No, I mean, you cannot improvise, Anyana. You know. You see, that is the whole point. You can't improvise when doing the bus stop because it's 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 uniform. Yeah. Well. So you're messing it up. That's how you mess it up, and you think it's improvising. You are not improvising. <laughs> you're taking everyone out of line, and you're sidestepping while we are going forward. But you're going that's backwards. That's why I sit at the back. Like I'm right at the yeah. back. Well, now you're that guy who must take care of the bags of the handbags while some of us are Ooh. dancing. That's what you Shots must fired. do. Shots fired. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. hello, How hello Maromza How you doing? I'm fine man mm, mm. Yeah. How was your weekend? What did, you, what, what did you get up to? My weekend actually, mm. I didn't do much, no I'm lying mm. um, I was actually supposed to be working Okay. And I ended up not working because um, I had to take care of my child <laughs> Okay, but, but at least yeah. it's a good thing because I mean I think uh, there's no amount of money or amount of time You know, that can replace the beauty of spending time with family yeah, well, but then you see the beauty of spending time with family is not going to pay for my bills at the end of the month. Yeah, the same okay. kids that I'm st- spending time with, they'll be looking at me like, so what do you, what do you mean you didn't work? What are we eating? What are we eating? Yeah. But mm. that's, that's all I did. Um, yeah. on Saturday, on Saturday, I went to see a friend at the hospital. Um, and then I went again on Sunday. Okay. And then I took, uh, Wotzilla out for a movie. We went to watch Sing. It's mm. a beautiful movie. Ah. So cool, man. Uh-huh. And after seeing, then we went to dinner with the older girls. Kifile and Tateng didn't want to go to the movie. And talking about Drek, uh, random kind, you know, it's RKA, right? Yeah. Random, kind random acts of kindness. Of yeah, kindness so yes. it's random acts of kindness. Uh, are we going to see a lot of those in your next book? Most probably. Because yes, I think, yes. I think uh, that's another life that a lot of people don't know about you. You know, they see you on the limelight. They don't know that uh, in the background you're actually doing all these awesome things that uh, go unnoticed. I, I don't you know, are I such don't a super know. cool No, but I don't chick. know those ones I must put. I don't know. Huh? No, no, those ones I'm not going to put in the book. No. Uh, no, no, no. Remember, you don't necessarily have to say, but. No, no, I'm fine. Huh? I'm fine. I love it when everyone thinks I'm a bitch. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm horrible. Yeah. I'm that like loud. But the sad and, thing is, uh, and gapapa. Uh, usually people who call you the B word are people who actually haven't been close enough with you to know the kind of cool yeah. person that you th- are. Th- those, those that matter know. Mm. Yeah. And, okay. And yeah. Anyway, cool. yeah, man. Uh, and another how was installment. Your oh, well, before, before the, the, the next installment, my weekend was actually quite uh, chilled. I went to church on Friday, you know, because, uh, a lot of uh, fasting in January for a lot of us. <laughs> I know why people fast in January because they can't afford food anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're blaming and saying the Lord has spoken. Shame. The Lord speaks throughout the year. It is not just going to start right now in January. This is my time to explain my yes. So, yeah, Friday I went to church and, uh, <clears throat> and it was quite nice, uh, you know, fellowshipping with the brethren. And then Saturday, I actually decided to stay home and do absolutely nothing. Okay. Yeah, so it was deliberate. Like, absolutely nothing. I just sat in, you know, stayed in bed, had food, stayed in bed, and just chilled. So mm-hmm. that was, yeah, my deliberate Saturday, and then Sunday church, and then, you know, spent time with the family, and then, yeah, that was my weekend. Wow. I was not waking for a change. Yo. That's good, though. Yeah. So you're arrested. Yeah, no, I, I, you're looking fresh. You're looking. Hey, fresh no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually looking. Uh, no, I'm feeling it. Okay, so are you are you are you looking ahead for uh, to today's show? No, no, no. Definitely because um, <laughs> I think uh, one thing I like about Belighted is uh, we challenge people to get out of their comfort zone. You yeah. know, remember I did say we'll beat the light bulb out of you. Yeah. So it's it's one of those moments, and uh, so is our guest. Uh, we've we've already belighted our guest. We really beat the the, the the light bulb out of him. He's still in shock since <laughs> we told the masses that he is coming, and uh, we've created so much hype and attention. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. guys, let me tell you. Oh, okay. Do you want to do the drum roll? Even uh, this year, you, you know what? We must before, get a new one. Before that we drum do the roll, drum roll, there's so something weak, I wanted though. to do. Okay. I think we need to do, po- do politicize. The, yeah. 
Okay. We need to politicize their WhatsApp number. You know, you, you know what, what we do politically. People are not sending any, they're not sending us love on WhatsApp. And yeah. our WhatsApp number in the studio is 079-748-2090. But they're not sending anything. So it's like we need to get, you know, you know what, what people would do. We go get a, a different number and send lots of WhatsApps and then we just say, Oh, this number is giving us love, but the number comes from us. No, I, I'm not doing that. That <laughs> worry me. Oh, no ways, no ways, no ways. People must just send it's us political love. creativity. <laughs> people must just send us love because they can and they wanna. Yeah. And they wanna. Yeah, but people must uh, interact. But I, I, I think we, we, we getting good love, uh, Facebook, no doubt. Yes, definitely. Uh, a, it's uh, cool being yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I know the Twitter, the Twitter world doesn't believe in Facebook. I love it when they say like, something Ooh. happens, okay, yeah, on yeah. Monday. They're like, oh, but wait, Facebook will catch it two weeks later. <laughs> I think that is so rude. <laughs> I'm like, why are you not showing us love? Yeah, why are yeah. you not showing uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook people love? All right. Yeah. Drum roll. Okay, drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in studio today, we have mm, 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 the awesome, the sexy, the buff, the mm, mm, Hey, well, the, I've got yeah, nothing to do with it. <laughs> the, 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 the dish, <laughs> the edible, <laughs> the yummy, <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Usually, I don't like stealing people's shine. Uh, 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 I no, let no, people no, no. shine. <laughs> this is belighted after all. Hello, Les. You know what, Joe? They give you the, the props for sweater now. No, I've never. Huh? My... <laughs> no, you are crazy. Uh, I'm crazy. No, uh, not even a little bit. Eh? <laughs> oh, I... But you see, what I like about Rami is the fact that Ra- Ra- Rami knows how to punt people. I know she's. If she, she had to come, your, become your manager. No. I need to jump. There we go. Chomusara goza. Fantastic. Yeah. No, but but wow. social media, you know how to sell someone. Yeah. You well. make people believe that this guy is God. <laughs> of course. I mean, hello. I was like, so was he actually black? Hey, <laughs> 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 you're in trouble. I know. I, I need to hire him. Yeah. Welcome, welcome yeah, to welcome Delight. to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Yeah, so you didn't bring us food, but anyway, we forgive you. I didn't realize you were so early in the morning. It is early in the morning. I know, hey? But I was thinking, since you know how to whip up those five minute meals, you'll just like, as you're driving, like, as I'm driving, as you're driving, like, driving like, to things, and then next thing you get yeah. a step out of the car, and then you're like, voila! Yeah. I just made this on my way here, yeah. Yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, the typical humble chef. Ah, it was nothing. Yeah. Very quickly, I, I whipped it up quickly, yeah. and, you, and you look and you at, look it, at but, it. It's like standing. Yeah. It got a tree in the middle, mm. and like some nice <laughs> juice dripping out okay, of it. We're getting like, hungry now. Okay, now I'm hungry. Not bringing food. Yeah, no, it's fine. We will remember. But people think I'm a walking fridge that I. Always have food in my bag. Why don't you have food in your no, bag? Man, come on, we chefs also. We are we are human, huh? No, no, but then that's what happens to everyone. When someone is a singer, they yeah. were like, So you sing? Yeah. Okay, sing something quickly. And you're like, yes. uh, So yeah, it's yeah. like we could say, Hey, Baba, oh, so you are a chef? Yeah. Who can up something right now? Yeah. So <laughs> I know there's a bottle of water in front of you. Now, listen, there's something. a bottle of water in front of you. Yeah. What, what can is you do? It that, what can you do? What can you make? Something yeah. quick and tasty and yummy that can just like spice this morning up, you know? Maybe you can blow into it and it's going to turn into sparkling water because yeah. I think that's still water. So it can go like and something amazing. Here. Yeah, shake oh, it, shake it, shake it. It's almost sparkling. Yeah, you get you there. Yeah. Okay, but now, guys, if you don't know Les Dashef, you are missing out. Please follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. He makes the most beautiful, beautiful food. Yeah. Like, really. Like, mm. you look at this. Oh, and the dessert. Mm. Messy. Oh, you and, and, and you know what? I, I, I look yeah. at you and uh, your life is a miracle. A miracle? Your life is a miracle. Mm. I mean, you need to understand. If, if we can get into how you confidently, uh, you know, gave up your process engineering job. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about working for one of the... Most powerful companies in the country, yeah. <clears throat> and you give it up, and confidently so, <laughs> and you pursue. You know, we'll get into the details of that, but yeah. you understand. For me, yeah. if someone had to say summarize 
less is life. Your life is a miracle. Done. Yeah, tell us a bit about that miracle. What made you give up this whole engineering thing? Were you getting low marks? Were you getting 2% at school? And you decided, you know what, I'm going to leave and go cook something. Uh, or what was that all about? Yeah, I wish us. it was that simple. Um, what happened was I was a student at Govitz and um, I'm one of those curious people. And there was one of those um, company... You know, companies will come to um, varsities and they'll do yes, campaigns. Yes, they used to do that a lot back yeah. then, actually. Mm. Actually, I just ignored them. And there was a mime. Um, these mimes that don't speak. They just move yeah, and yeah. White, white gloves. And he threw a frisbee at me. And in my annoyance, I picked it up and carried on walking. Then later on, I looked at the frisbee. There was a website on that frisbee. And I went to the website later on while sitting in the computer center at the... At wow. And that website was actually a whole lot of games. And so in our spare time, we'd go play games on this website. Hmm. Meanwhile, we didn't know that the company that built that website were using those games to test our IQ. Oh. So they were testing all these students' IQs at that time. Anyway, long story short, they tested 12,000 students. And from that 12,000, 50 of us were chosen to be um, process engineers. Okay. So hmm. I was about 20 years old, and you get given a check. This is what you're going to be paid a month. I mean, A check? Like you get told you get money. Will, <laughs> you get told this will be your paycheck every month. Mm. You're 20 adversity. You let's go see you like you. I'm taking this. Um, but you see why I say your life is a miracle because remember, <clears throat> being at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And things follow you. That's a miracle. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And I'd, actually, I never looked at it that way. I looked at it as lack more than a miracle. Oh, now well. that I look yeah. back hmm. and I think about if that hadn't fallen into place, hmm. I wouldn't actually be where I am right now. Hmm. Um, I worked six years and because I started out thinking I want to work this job because of the money, you're never going to be happy. Mm. And I was yeah. never happy. Okay. I For six years, I put a tie on, actually down the road from you. You actually wear a tie? Yeah. Does it have that like that actually fits around your neck? Like I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Hey, mama, you're in trouble, man. So we are clear disclaimer okay, on my side. Okay. I'm not helping no, you. No, no, got that. Got that. Yes, Romeo. What are you here for? Hey, yeah. Rami, hit. Okay, I'm not helping you. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. So for six years we're wearing a tie uh, with a shirt, right? It's not. It doesn't just a tie by itself. You actually wore a shirt and a tie. I wore a shirt and a tie and a jacket. Drum. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, I'm interested to find out your belighted moment. Yeah. And, and your belighted moment is the light bulb moment where you kind of like said, six years, great, great job, great salary. But yeah, you know, with here. a huge potential. Yeah. But today, uh, this is it. I am leaving this. And you, you know that moment where yeah, you worry about yeah. what your boss is going to say. Yeah. That, and when you're a nice person, you think about other people first. Mm. Like, if I yeah. quit, what about the rest of my team? If I quit, you know, these people they have to replace me. If I, and you and forget if you quit, that, there's black tax that hey, someone needs to pay. Hey, yeah, that was the other problem. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, what are my parents going to say? What are my friends going to say? What is my family yeah. going to think of me? I'm leaving a cushy job. I'm 26. I, I lived um, here in Pozov. I was earning a a lot of money mm. And you go And you tell your people Your friends Like look I can't anymore I actually wrote My resignation letter Three months ahead But I woke up one morning And I clicked send Without even thinking about it I told mm. myself Look you can't You yeah. can't keep thinking mm. Just send it and Just see do what it happens. Yeah. But then somebody <clears throat> is, is going through The same process right now yeah. And they are dealing With a lot of uncertainty And a lot of fear Looking at the economy I mean yeah. perhaps yeah. The chances are with you The economy was Good then, but now someone is going through a certain yeah. thing. And if you had to share your belighted moment with them, how what would you say? <clears throat> it's about believing. I've mm -hmm. always had this self belief for okay, it will work out in the end. And also, it's about your the people around you. Um, I had lots of people who were around because of what I had, and I slowly started cleaning that out and figuring out who are here because they love being with me and they love who I am and people are here because they love the things I have and you start filtering that out mm. and you have a, a honest conversation you're like guys look I'm about to take a huge risk in my life mm -hmm. but I'm going to need support I'm going to need someone to be there just to talk I don't need any financial support just someone to unleash on we we tend to think our journey should be on our own and we must suffer and do them on our own yeah. but sometimes having a, a backup team they're just too Take the load off helps, mm. and that's what I I did, mm. and I quit 
and I had no idea what I was going to do. I, for a whole year, I had I was in limbo, but I was that unhappy in corporate. So, mm. mm-hmm. and push comes to shove, eventually something happens. Okay, then cooking. Can you jump to cooking? <laughs> because hey, we're going to be hungry hey, the entire yeah. show. No, no, you know what? Because yeah. did you see what happened? Uh, when Lesoho walked into studio, I introduced him to Gareth and Rina and mm. some of the guys who came in. Mm. And I was like, this is Lesoho. He's a chef. They're all like, huh? Like a chef? Really? <laughs> what does a you chef I mean? look like? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, usually, I mean, when you look at those other programs, the UK programs, your master chefs and everything, everyone is just like, you can see these people know how to eat. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And then they've got this proper thing that happens i don't know in the way they dress the way they speak the way they you know someone can be explaining how water tastes in your mouth and uh-huh. then they take a sip and then they they play a, a bit around with water in your mouth they're like i think this water's from mount zion uh-huh. And I think it was it was bottled around six a.m. in the morning. It has this tingy taste yeah. that that like just like spikes at your taste buds right at the back, and it is kind of like <laughs> soft on my palate. And you're thinking, it's water. Give <laughs> it's water. You know? you know. So there's this sophisticated thing that chefs have. Yeah. There's this sophisticated and very upper. Thing happening, you know, mm. you can't just like, and even when they present their things, their stuff, the food, yeah. they talk, the flair, <laughs> even the oh, the language, everything is. Then, then you you come across the Sero, and the mm. Sero is is like laughing in scones mm. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> There's actually a a certain um segment of my diploma where we are taught to do that. Uh-huh. We are trained, a chef is trained to speak that way. Hints of, with notes of, with a touch of, drizzled with, um, sprinkled with. We yeah. are taught to do that. And whilst I was training, because I had lived so long without actually understanding food, I was just a normal everyday person before I went to chef school. I taught, I told myself, look, man, the stuff, why, why do they do this? Like you saying now, yeah. why do chefs do this? And I started speaking out myself on social media, like, guys, come on, man. <laughs> this industry I'm in, I mean, they're telling me about drizzling and they're telling me about sprinkling and come on now. I mean, check how big the salt bay is. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the salt on the head. <laughs> so, you know, I'd like to take you back though. Um, yeah. the, the, the time and the patience to study and become a process engineer took a couple of years yeah. until you finished. And then usually a lot of people would quit and start something immediately. Yeah. But the discipline to quit and go back to school. How would you explain that to someone who is again on the crossroads yeah. right now? Um, I'm someone who likes knowing how everything works. I have an opinion on everything. I'm sure mm, you've you seen. I, I talk about every single topic. <laughs> and I don't want to start a business without understanding where I'm going. I mean, anyone can go open a restaurant, can open a catering company, can cook. Everyone claims they can cook. And my thing was, how can I go into an industry and have a company or a business in there without actually understanding it myself? And Mm -hmm. I started at the very beginning. That's where the process mind came. I'm like, okay, let me actually become a chef. I didn't actually want to be a chef, but I became one. So I understand what chefs do. And Mm -hmm. the irony is what's happened now and what, what it has become. And I think that is why the brand has grown so much because I took it from a point where I don't actually want to be a chef. I want to know what chefs do. Mm. So let me just go study it and take the mickey out of it and go yeah. the salt bay. <laughs> just, just go at it like, yeah. Like, like, like a, you're trying to make yeah. it normal yeah. and basic, like you're breaking it down. That's it. Yeah. Just make See, it that's simple. What take like, the snobbery I mean, you're, you're, out of you're, it. You're, 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 yeah. So you're like, just gonna take out the Allah. What else? When I get strawberry, it's Hey, and but it doesn't mean you're taking away the quality. Yeah, is that So it's just saying? about simplified for people, man. Why so that people to... get it. Because mm. you know what? I, there, there's so many cookbooks. And the way they write things, sometimes you, you, you get confused. Yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes they'll talk about baking powder and you're like, think baking powder, baking soda, <laughs> bicarbonate <laughs> of soda, uh, then something of sulfur, what, what, and you're like, which one is which? Yeah, because yeah. It, it gets so confusing. And then when you want ingredients in, you get into a normal store. Yeah. You say to them, I'm looking for this, like, oh, that's salt. Oh, okay. And I'm looking for this. Oh, that's black pepper. Yeah. Mm. Oh, 
and I'm looking for this and this and that, that but they're like these beautiful humongous names that the normal people don't understand. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. And um but then have you have before you decided to get into chef school, have you always been cooking? Like kohai or nonjo fry maive like I'm just gonna fry some eggs, boil some eggs and like, I mean, who cooks in your family besides you? I mean, well, I know now you're a chef, but clearly someone must must have been cooking something in your house. I come from a family of boys, and my mom, well, you can refer to her as woke, as they say these days. Mm. She made sure we know how to sew, we know how to clean, we know how to... Hey, free first loop. That was that's us. a good mama. Yeah, she made sure we used to so iron our put, own. Did you put ma- magusha on magusha your knees? On so your knees, you taking me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you put pantyhose on both yeah. your knees, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you, you fret so, with your whole body. And you yeah. tried to a dance. And yeah, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and what color that. was your stoop? Was ah, it red or black? Red one. A red no, one. Red, ah, yeah. sunbeam. You know very well. And if it's too hot, you step on it when it's hot. And and you make sure no one walks on that thing. And then if you if you in a good mood you make the lines it's a Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us tell us more about your brother. Uh, so there's how many how many boys? Oh, there's three of us. Okay. And, and um, you are what number what? I'm the first born. Oh god. Usually it's okay. the last born who goes crazy and quits. But yeah, I'm the first born. <laughs> um and my dad used to cook or he does cook. And mm-hmm. we grew up it was a normal thing if my mom was tired my dad would cook. And it wasn't a thing of where it's only my mom who cooks in the house. On weekends, my brother and I would also cook as well. Mm-hmm. So it was a thing where it wasn't classified as, hey, this is segmented for girls only. So it wasn't an odd thing when I told my parents, look, I'm quitting. I'm going to go to chef school. Okay. And usually, <clears throat> uh, Rami always asks this question. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to hearing her ask it. But today I'll take the question. There are a lot of struggles that you go through, uh, you know, the, the, the shift between, yeah. you know, process, uh, you know, what to do. You took a year, a gap year off, but obviously to be where you are now, there were uh, some You're common so mistakes. So, you know, if we can kind of like look at those mistakes, because I think the show is really about, you know, uh, there's a lot of focus on you, but at the end of the day, someone is listening mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. You know, going through and and looking for a belated mm. moment. So, those if you, if you can remember one critical mistake, mm. uh, mishaps, and those emotional decisions mm. that kind of like would have derailed you. Obviously, as you grew, the discipline came back, and then you are where you're sitting right now. There was a point where I doubted my dream, and when you start doubting, you try to get other people to buy into it. You mm. try getting people to come and prop it up and back it up. Mm. And that's when I started involving um, friends and family and trying to get them to join the business. Mm. And when it's your dream, you can't sell it. You can't give it to anyone else. You're yeah. the one who has to push it. Yeah. And um, I realized um, only afterwards that maybe from the beginning, I should have been the one who had gone on this on my own. This isn't my first company. Um, we started one about... Seven years ago, it was me and my best friend, and I had been to chef school. I was the one who was passionate about food, and unfortunately, she wasn't. Right. And she was coming from an angle where she would look after the finances and the the um, paperwork stuff. So here I am, pushing, pushing. I'm working crazy hours trying to get the knowledge into my head about food and trying to get people understanding food. And when your partner isn't someone who is that inclined, um, it starts pulling you down as well. So I realized, look, let me actually move off and go do it on my own. Let me push and believe in it myself. I mean, at the beginning, it is tough. The industry, people don't tell you how hectic it is at the beginning when you qualify as a chef. You, My first salary was what? One and a half thousand rand. Sorry, oh. like what, per hour or <laughs> was that per That was per month. It was just per for month? petrol. For when, petrol. In which year? Hey, uh, Rami. If I, and I wrote about all the stuff. That's why I was like, let me tell people. You get kids who watch TV and they think I want to be Jamie Oliver. Hmm. I want yeah. to be, um, I don't know, Bo, Bo. Hey, and Bo Siba and them. Yeah. And they don't realize to get to that level. That is one out of a million people who are lucky enough to get onto TV. I'm, I'm so lucky. Um, mm. To get to that point, there's so much work. You have to actually build yourself up. You put in the graft. In your first year of being a chef, you don't actually cook. You basically, I won't say you're a slave in the kitchen, but you're yes, the person. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you're the assistant. You're, that, you're the one who yeah. washes People don't even know your name. Yeah. And, 
the spoons. You, yeah. And these kids go to chef schools and then they come out and they go into industry and they're treated that way and they don't understand like how. I've got a diploma. And I'm a chef. How, why am I not on TV yet? Mm. Meanwhile, there's reasons why you start at that level. You need to do the groundwork. You need to, and you need to believe as well. Mm. But in the end, there's a reason why. But that's part of thing. the discipline as well. Exactly. You know what I, what I also like about your approach was that you wrote a lot of articles. And what uh, today's kids don't realize is that in an article, it's actually knowledge sharing. Yeah. And when somebody reads your knowledge, it, you become more attractive to them. And that's how you get yeah. invited. And you become more human as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. People like to interact and um, conversate with someone they can relate to. Now, if you go build a, yourself in such a way where I'm only this face on TV, I'm only this person who only writes recipes, you don't know anything else about my personal life, you don't know anything else about who I am as a person, then what are they buying into? Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's been my approach. I don't know if it's a perfect approach, but that's how I approach it. I will, it's an approach that works for you. Yeah. So people buy, and eventually when I open my restaurant, I don't want people coming to, to, um, buy because it's food that has been done in certain way. I want them to come and support me as a person as well. And that is what the European chefs have been good at. Both Jamie Oliver, both, um, Gordon Ramsay, people support them. Mm-hmm. And it's not because, there's a new restaurant that's open that's being it's started. It's because he is there. Yeah, he yeah. is there. It is his restaurant they're going to support. <laughs> if you just tuned in, we are talking to Les the Chef, Lesoro Sevenya. He didn't bring us food, but we <laughs> forgive him. I keep saying that. If you've got any comments, any <laughs> suggestions, if you'd like us to send you his picture... Mm-hmm. Maybe tell you've us, tasted his food. Maybe you've tasted his tell food. Us. Tell us on WhatsApp zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero, and we should be continuing with him right now. But now, uh, oh yeah, Kana, what is, what is our 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 Facebook thing? It's belighted with Ramian Rovio. Please like the page and then find us there. Mm-hmm. And we are beli- at the be- at belighted show mm-hmm. on both Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, Lesero, uh, mm-hmm. what are your two brothers doing? Um, my the brother just below me is a year younger than me. Um, he, he is a quantity surveyor. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So he yeah. was the, actually he was the arty one. I was an arty at school and okay. he used to draw things everywhere. And the irony of now I'm the creative one and he's in a technical environment. Yeah. And the youngest one is still studying. He, um, Gabelo. He's the, uh, the crazy one of the family. <laughs> Yeah. And you are telling us, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, he is. Yeah, yeah. the the last is. one is always. What is he studying? Um, he doesn't know. That's the thing. <laughs> so he'll study. He'll start something. I don't know if it's a generation <laughs> thing. He'll start something, and then yeah, a year later, he's a guy. No, no you no. know why I'm asking that question because it feels like it is like just like out of the blue. Because sometimes you find that um, siblings do influence each other. Yeah, do you understand? Because now you are not the atifati, and yeah. then all of a sudden you thought your other brother would be, and now it is like you've kind of swapped roles, and then the other one is like busy. Doing this, then changing and doing that, changing and doing that. Because I also think like what, what, um, older siblings do sometimes influence what their younger siblings mm, would, you know, true, because yeah. they look at you, they can see you, when you're a chance taker, when you're a risk taker, when you're, when you're fearless, they learn so much from mm, you mm. and, and, and you don't see it. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you get to hear it one day when you're like 70 and your brother's giving a speech and he's crying. He's like, you know, my brother, <laughs> I remember that day when you quit in 2008 and this and this and that. And that's what led me to some of the decisions that I made in my life. Okay. Now, another thing going back, um, not going back, but uh, just sticking with family because I, I want to know, uh, Romeo asked you about your delighted moment when you, when you moved from corporate and you decided you want to do creative, but then, as you were growing up, what has been your family's influence? And when I mean, I'm talking about your brothers, I'm talking mm. about your parents. What are some of the significant, significant moments that you can think of right now and say in 1992, my father did this or he said this or something like this happened. There was a bit of a crisis or there was a bit of whatever. But there's something that usually happens in people's families Mm. that are defining moments that every time you think back, you say, I remember that day. And that day was a serious defining moment in my life. You know, so Mm. now I'm looking like at a proper light light bulb moment in family. You know, maybe something that your mother did or something that your mother does. It doesn't matter. Mm. Any one of them. And they Uh don't... 
trust me, you don't have to go Deepak, Deepak <laughs> Chopra on me. I'm just saying that. Just tell us because there are other things that are, like yeah. Romeo would tell you about his family and something that, you know, mm. someone says something, does something. Mm, mm. And, and they do it in passing and they don't realize what it has. Actually, it triggers The cord yeah. that it has mm. triggered. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, my, my dad's sister, my aunt, um, she was the, um, What's the term? Um, she used to bring the family together. Mm-hmm. She was the, the glue. Yeah. Um, she was loud. She would speak whatever came into her mouth. <laughs> there wasn't any filter. Like literally, if it came into her head, it would come out the mouth. Yeah. And she was um, yeah, full of life. Um, she used to have competitions with me. Um, if there was a moketi kohai, she'd be like, okay, you make your stew, I'll make my stew, and we'll see how many people go to uh-huh. yours and how many mm-hmm. come to mine. Mm-hmm. And she used to make it fun um, being around and she'd always make sure the family would come together. I mean, I come from a big family. But she would always say, hey, you guys are coming to my house. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And she was the type to get on the phone and shout at everyone. And, hey, you are coming, you are coming. Then she sat me down one day. She was like, uh, name me one cookbook written by a black chef in South Africa. Mm. And oh. I sat there. I'm like, um, actually. And she was like, you're a chef, right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping you from writing a cookbook? And I said to her, uh, actually, um, and I got into the technical, it costs this much and it's going to need this. And then she was like, what is stopping you? Mm. And she just left it there. And she passed away about three months after that. Um, wow. I was still working at um, um, a lodge in Mpumalang at the time. And when she passed away, I had to ask permission to come back home and to do all of that. And I spoke at the funeral and as I was speaking, I realized now, Actually, I need to focus on the ideas that she put into my head. And mm-hmm. that was when I created the brand, the Lester Chef brand. And that is when I, I stopped working for people. I came back oh. and, oh. and I focused. I was like, look, eventually the cookbook has to happen. Eventually, all the things. She used to also say, TV, why aren't you on TV? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing stuff? She used to always get on my case about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think her passing away was the, the catalyst for it all. Mm. And wow. yeah, and here I am. And you know, um, I can relate to that, uh, you know, and also uh, just want to pass the challenge to our listeners as well that sometimes we don't have to wait until someone passes on because the, it, it hits you harder yeah. when now you are celebrating the milestone yeah. and you know they were supposed to be there yeah, and they are not. You know, when you are surrounded by family members and friends who are always mm-hmm. encouraging you mm-hmm. to do something and you know it's going to work, mm-hmm. it's important for you to do it fast enough mm-hmm. so that before they pass on, they can yeah. be part of the celebration. You know, you look forward to that moment when they say, you know what, I'm glad you listened. Mm-hmm. We are sitting here today because mm-hmm. you listened and we are celebrating. So I think uh, that mm-hmm. because the same thing happened to me, you know, my mom has been saying, go back to school, go back to school. Yeah. And uh, you know what, I'm going to graduate and she's not there. And it's the most painful thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's 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 continue about uh, your miraculous life. Um <laughs> You know, talking about being at the right place at the right time, and uh, you know, you've worked. You know, you've worked at the at the Westcliff. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nikki Gibbs. Uh, you've worked. You know, you 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 won a pie competition. Uh, the, Hold on, no. Kakoda. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Can you, you, talk you know about what? The yeah. We'll talk about the details of that. I think yeah. for me is I, I I kind of like. Belighted, you know, you know, I'm knighting you. Belighted, <laughs> I'm trying to create a new dictionary. Word. Yeah, you always and, create words. Eh? So what, what, words. what, what I'm saying is that such a miraculous life because being at the right place at the right time. You know, there are so many people who'd give anything to work with a uh, Nikki Gibbs. Yeah. You know, who'd work with the, the the Buffets of this world. You know, it's like you were there and you made it happen. You yeah. know, in your lifetime, you can tick and say, I actually have done this. You know, uh, how, if you could briefly take us through the process of that miraculous, you know, encounter before we talk about uh, Ramis Kota. <laughs> um, I have a thing where I don't like name dropping. And I think people. Oh, but let's drop them here. <laughs> let's drop them like they're hot. At Belighted, we celebrate you. We drop everything. We here. celebrate your life. Drop yeah. that your name awesome, like miraculous hot. life. Tell us. Yeah. No. Tell us, then tell us about Richard Branson as well. Mm. Oh, geez, you guys read the whole. Drop, bio, Baba. Not drop, even like a low paragraph, the entire thing. <laughs> um, 
When I was at the Westcliff, um, it was during the World Cup, and I was lucky enough. Okay, let me say who Nikki Gibbs is. People don't know. Nikki Gibbs was the private chef for the Rolling Stones. She's cooked for the Queen in England. She's she's renowned in her own right. How do you meet someone like that? <laughs> <laughs> she was the exec wow, chef wow. at the Westcliff. So I trained underneath her when I was doing my practical side of my diploma. And she... She's also a little, she's short, little lady like this, and she is a bundle of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that image of a chef walks around swearing at everything, talking to the food. She is that image. Yeah. And yeah, no, she, (laughs) and I'd sit there and I'd look and I'm like, but chef, you're crazy, huh? She's like, yeah, 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 I am. I'm a chef. I'd be like, okay, uh, let me channel that energy as well. And from there, I was lucky enough to cook for, no, I won't say lucky, but the Kardashians came in there one time. Um, Reggie Bush. Um, we had um, Bill Gates who visited one time. Alicia Keys as well, and they <laughs> come through. <laughs> but the thing I is not, that everyday why did, people. Why did you not call? Can, can you borrow me a pen? I need to get this guy's autograph right uh, now. Please, please. please. <laughs> this is like so devastating. <laughs> Do you have a tissue? <laughs> ah, okay, fine. Alicia Keys, and then Ooh. who else? It's <laughs> hot in the studio. It's already, oh, you've flush. you've stepped <laughs> us like like slices. We are your steak. Slices. We are your steak. Do you see how humbly dropping? You know. <laughs> Kardashian yeah, like, but like, those you know, are, the you know came in. Yeah, I like that, like, You know, when I grow up, I want to be like you, man. You know, but so they're like chilled. you and I. There's nothing different to yeah, them. I like that. They yeah, just have money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Okay, <laughs> fine. Okay, let's just pretend they're like normal people. They're like our neighbors. They're like mm, sitting in their next room. Okay. And oh, by the way, else? after this, I'm gonna have tea with uh, Kim. Yeah. Kanye you know, yeah. <laughs> was head called me. Kanye yeah. was head called me. He was actually saying that he was thinking of coming to my house. Yeah. Like And you turned him down because you're busy. I was like, sweetie, I'm so busy. Okay. Sit there with your book of Pablo. I'm not interested. There. That was me. Okay, yeah. Okay, fine. And who else? Okay, Tell so us. So after going from the Westcliff, um, I worked as a private chef for a family in um, Irene. Um, actually, mm. they made me sign a non-disclosure, so I can't mention what yes. happened there. Okay. Um, I think a non-disclosure yeah. disclosure <laughs> goes for five years. So I'm going to mm. put that in the book. Um, okay. Some yeah. politicians and stuff came through. Yeah. Then from there, I worked at um, Richard Branson's lodge. Irene, Irene is close to is uh, in Pretoria, not far from the water. Are you trying to put two two things hey, together now? <laughs> I'm just ah, saying. Okay, the, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that money like the Guptas, though. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no. Then from there, um, Richard Branson's lodge in um, Mpumalang. I didn't even know he owned a lodge until they offered me the job. Oh. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful place up there. Um, and there you get the people dropping. Bill Gates came, but you know what Bill Gates flies? He doesn't use his name. He uses yeah. a pseudonym. So no one knows he's coming. You just see him walking through the door. Like, how? This is, oh, hey. Um, the Steffi Graf as well who came through there. Wow. Bo, um, oh, just Liverpool, um, FC I've <laughs> cooked for. Um, there's people, Elton John as well. They come. Ah! <laughs> but you know what They're all human End of the day Like mm. cooking for Richard Branson There was one night um, At the lodge We didn't have a menu So every morning The head chef would wake up And they would write the menu For that day So mm. I'd walk into the fridge And I would look at What we have And then I'd create a menu For dinner mm-hmm. And every day That would happen So at dinner time You had to actually Go and present the menu yeah. You stand up at the table Old school style And you talk yeah. the menu out and he had all his buddies there. We did a calculation of how many billionaires were sitting at that table that night. And we just lost count. Mm. And yeah. they were making noise. And he stood up and he started hitting his glass to get them to shut yeah. up because yeah. I was about to talk. And my line every single time when I did my speech was, Hi, I'm Lise Hosemenia. I'm from Soweto. Mm. Every single time. And he made a note of that. Uh-huh. He used to call me that Soweto chef. Uh-huh. And I always make sure people know um, where I'm from and that, look, you guys may be the millionaires and whatnot of the world, but you're being cooked for by a guy from a township in mm. South Africa. Yeah. And so tell that's them, part of, part of uh, brand positioning. Yeah, it's brand yeah. positioning. And it's yeah. also to give any kids who are from Soweto the belief that, look, you, see, that's you can actually, you can, you can do this. You can be there. You can be cooking for these famous people mm. if that's what you want to do. So the, there was a moment in your life where, like, these billionaires they had to sit and 
keep quiet said. and listen to you. Bill Gates had to not. You're like, okay, 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 guys, uh, please, please stop <laughs> with your accounts. Stop with your accounts. Stop it. Pause that money. I'm about to say something. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lesongosimnya. I'm your chef and I'm from Soweto. That's it. Yeah. Be confident. Love where it. You're from. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but famous people are just famous people. Eh? Yeah. But people are like cooking for everyday people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you my address uh-huh. after the show. Yeah. Because I know that you do foodie calls. <laughs> Why did you, I've never heard that term until. Well, you. I made it up until, <laughs> until I saw that you can't actually. Call. Yeah. You know, booty call, foodie call. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes to your house. You say, like, yeah. this is a foodie call. <laughs> Come and cook for me. Yeah. <laughs> food gasm. Yeah. Yeah. And give me a hey, food Speaking gasm. of which, people think we chefs. <sighs> Yeah, no. Yeah, tell us, tell us. You know how hard it is to date as a chef? Well, yeah, it Uh, should be. (laughs) You know, people expect you to be doing all the fancy food every day for them. Three course meal all the time. Let's only do foodie calls. I like, but (laughs) I'm not always carrying food. But yeah, no, um, there was a, a stage when I was building the whole brand up. I was like, okay, let me create this. Uh, Rami went and jumped on it, this image. Mm. And I started posting um, pictures of me in certain outfits. And it was to create this whole hype around it. Mm. And it, it, yeah. <laughs> do men not cook out there? <laughs> I really no. already know. No. A, a guy who cooks for some reason. Mm. Yeah, no. Hey? No, no, guys need to learn to cook. It is the easiest way to to certain things. Let me tell you, on on Insta, (laughs) I can't believe this girl is just like you're blushing, you're dying. We need to get out of the mic. What's wrong with you? What do you want to say something to Niseho? No, but you're just like blushing and laughing. Like no, what? What? Okay, listen. There's um, don't be machine. Mm-hmm. Go, go Insta. He said you were a DJ at Yo. at her twenty first birthday party. Jeez, like eh? so that must now, have been ten years ago. So do what it. are these hands up to? Yeah. I think you need you need to fill me up. You need to. You, I need I need to just stand there and I need to get the feel of your hands because it looks like everything they touch, <laughs> everything those hands touch become prosperous. <laughs> Help hey. me prosper, Lord. Nah, the, the, I had I had love music. Uh, I have a passion for music. Yeah. And when I was still looking for an outlet for. For my creativity, when I was working in corporate, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I used to write for a magazine. I used to um, play around with music. And I bought a whole DJ set equipment. And it's like, okay, I, let me let me see if I can DJ as well. Mm. So it was an outlet for my creativity. And okay. I managed to get into DJing. But yeah, no, that... So you did DJ for I you. did. Mm. You, know, you know what What, what really is coming across uh, from from talking to you is... How you actually, in parallel, do what you do, but you invest so much in knowledge as well. Now you have to. And uh, is is it a deliberate thing? Because it's like from the start of the conversation is before I became a chef, I had to go and learn. Mm. So um, is that part of your, for example, your annual plan to say this year I'm going to do the following courses? It is. And why why is that so important? Um, Knowledge is very, very important. I mean, for you to... Get into any anything. You need to understand the the history and the background to it all, mm. for you to improve it as well. You need to understand why it was done that way in the beginning. And um, like I want to own a farm now because I want to do end to end cooking where mm. I have my you own restaurant from, your own, mm. from the beginning to the end. I, I own the entire process, mm. so I want to do a degree now in agriculture. And oh. so I I have wow. this belief that you need to understand things from the very fundamentals for you to change them positively. Mm. You can't go into an Industry an area that you don't know anything about, and then you decide, okay, I, I'm here now. I've arrived. Mm. I'm going to change this up. Eventually, it's going to flop because you don't understand the basics. Mm. Everything needs a foundation. Oh. That's awesome. That's yeah. just like, huh? okay. Now, <laughs> yes, uh, why are you me. laughing? <laughs> I know nothing. I'm just laughing at myself. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I thought, you, <laughs> I thought you're laughing at me. Okay, listen, um, we've got like what ten minutes left, ne? We've got Jeez. ten minutes left. Um, yeah, that's what happens on this show. We've been asking for a second hour, but uh, yeah, they think we don't deserve it. I'm kidding, but um. 
I, I like what you said earlier that you used to, you, every time when you, int- uh, you, you, you state what's on the menu, you say your name and then you state where you come from. Because also you're helping the young ones who are coming up to understand that they can do it, to understand that they can, um, if they dream it, they can achieve it. Now you wrote, you also wrote, uh, articles for a whole lot of magazine imparting knowledge, like Romeo was saying earlier. It's not just one, it's a lot. I was like counting one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> uh, never mind. Never mind. You wrote for all of them. Yeah. Okay. So, but now what is your dream? For the young people who are specifically black, growing in the township, disadvantaged, some of them, this year as we speak, some are either repeating metric, some passed very, very well, but they don't have funds to go ahead to carry on and all of that. And, you know, people, you find that the young people are just stuck up in a limbo. And, mm. and, um, and I also want to, uh, I'm, I'm asking you because you are young and sometimes some of our older, older wisdom nuggets, they don't work. Not because they're not working anymore. It's just that the young people, they don't identify with mm. that kind of language anymore. Mm. You know, if, if you want to say it and you want it to go viral, put it on Twitter, put it mm. on Insta. This thing now of sending a whole letter via the post office doesn't work for the young mm. people. Mm. Even some of the wisdom that uh, comes from older people. So I want to know, you, young as you are, what are your dreams and what else it is that you are doing to make sure that the young ones um following, mm. learning, mm. and taking in as much as they can mm. from you? And I think, <clears throat> just to borrow from what Ramin saying, and I hope I summarize that, is that you move from success to significance. Because you can really achieve so much success, and then you know, then you, you, you go through what I call a success void or drain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I've achieved this. Then what? What's next? So, moving from success to significance, and you know, talking about giving back. You know, like a, a so the chef foundation, whatever. So it's 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 what what are the plans around that? Uh, you know, just to add on what Drami is uh, talking about as well. Ooh, jeez. Um, when I went to chef school. The school I went to now for you to get that diploma is 180,000. <laughs> now imagine a kid. That's, that's like a, that's a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine a kid yeah. from Kosovo saying, I want to go study where Les Chef studied. Mm. How is he going to get there? There's no bursary there. There's no, um, yeah. it's not funded by government. It's a private school. So my goal is to eventually have an academy in Soweto. A cooking, a proper chef school. I mean, wow. all these restaurants that are in Joburg, they source people from the townships. Yes. Right. Yes. But those people are not trained in the townships. Mm. They, we have to leave our home environments and go out. I remember as yeah. a kid waking up to come to a school here in the suburbs and we always commuting to places. And that is what I was inspired by when Richard Maponia opened that huge mall. And like, we can do this stuff for ourselves. Mm. We don't have to keep leaving our home to go and source things from outside. Why don't we do it ourselves here? And that is my ultimate goal. Um, there's a TV show that we're going to start um, recording next month. Um, I have this thing. Uh, have you ever seen a cookbook that focuses on South African cuisine, like our mm. black South African cuisine? And my thing is we need to start celebrating it. We need to start looking at it differently. Just because um, we think it's mama's cooking, it doesn't mean that it only has to be mama's cooking. You can mm. play around with it. So the the whole concept would be me riding around South Africa on my motorbike. And we're going to go to the villages, to the mamas, and we're going to look at how they do it. And by doing that, we're archiving the old way. But then I'm going to also bring in my modern way, and we're going to twist it up. Mm. And it's also it's it's showing kids that, look, we need to start, Believing in what what we grew up with, yeah. we need to stop trying to claim things from other places. Yeah. I mean, we we have so much awesome stuff here. Yeah, and it's believing that look, so it doesn't mean I can't do anything. Mm. Even if you haven't passed matric, you can work yeah. with your hands. There's so much you can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big advocate of education, but education doesn't necessarily mean books. You can yeah. go learn a craft. There's so much you can do. Mm. And um, hopefully by them seeing the stuff I do, like the the cakes on my Instagram, all the cakes I put there. I taught myself that two years ago. I didn't do cakes before. And I just took some um, 
fondant icing. One day, and I made a cake, and I played around. It was ugly, but I kept on playing around with it. Hey, it was a handbag. It looked so bad. I was like, yo. <laughs> but then you, you force yourself. You're like, no, man. This guy on TV keeps I doing this. Perfect, There's yeah. no way. He, I mean, he's human like me. Yeah. Let me keep playing around. And yeah. eventually, something comes of it. Mm. Someone sees and says, okay, can you make a cake for me? You take a picture of that one cake. Eventually, another person wants one. It becomes a business. Mm. So, I mean, it's about taking that first step. Try. Yeah. It's all about that. Just try. Okay. Wow. And, and I think uh, a belated moment for me right there, and it's something that I always believe in, uh, that don't share your vision prematurely. Yeah. Play around with it until when somebody looks at it, makes sense to them. Mm, that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, okay. We are kind of out of time. Mm. <laughs> and I like that you, I didn't have to tell everyone that you're a biker because it feels like I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just want to talk about everything that you do. Mm. And yeah. Um, I'm scared of bikes, but yeah, oh. I, you. But can, can I get a lift on your bike? <laughs> I'll come pick you up one. <laughs> Please come pick me up. Please come pick me up. Uh, but it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio, and um, and I know I've been joking around because I'm a joker like that, and I talk too much, and I've been talking about what your hands can do and all of that. But I speak, I speak, I I I, I speak more blessings for you because clearly, the works of your hands are beautiful. And I hope that, you know, you can establish more with your hands. And I hope that they carry you and take you to places that you've never imagined ever in your life. Mm. And not only take you to places and also bring a whole lot of people to you. Mm. So that um, because when you are light, you cannot help but attract even flies come and they flock (laughs) towards the light. Mm. And I, yeah. And we wish you more light, more light, more love. Mm. And... <laughs> More cakes, please send me a cake. Uh, please, no, can I get it right? I need to send an oh, apology. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we know, we know how it will come. <laughs> Romeo doesn't have a sweet tooth, but I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boy. Or oh, put okay. a steak in the middle of the cake. Yes, yes. <laughs> Romeo's a steak guy. He would love that. He would love that, and he wants mashed potatoes. With yeah. It. Like every time we go out and eat, Romeo will take even the Never most romantic, wrong. the most romantic menu. And he's like, "Can I have mash on the side?" And I'm like, "I don't know him. I just." Met him at the door and he wanted to share. You see how I fell in love with Mesh Bry House. Uh huh. Because, but that, wow. that, it's not about. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna close it there. Listen, well, it's been beautiful. Thank you. Hope it's to see awesome, you again guys. soon. Um, it's been a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming. Love it, and you're such show. light. And that was the, that was the uh, today's show, guys. Um, yeah, we'll talk some other time. Next Stay week good. Monday. Yeah, mm. next week Monday, and we've Bye-bye. got DJ's Boo in studio. Ah, nice, yeah. More fire, more fire by force. So we'll see you then. Be lighted, be good, be well, and stay bright. Thank you. Cliffcentral.com